0: The book of Galatians starts with Paul kind of, uh, kind of clearing some stuff up. Um, if you don't know what happened in the book of Galatians is that some, uh, some weird guys started to uh, creep into the church and they started to try and change things within the church, um, especially in the church uh, with the Gentiles. Now, in in the church with the Jews, there was really no mix-up about this stuff. Although, uh, the reason there wasn't was because they hadn't fully seen the the gospel in its entirety, right? They hadn't seen the full picture of the gospel uh, because they were living in a in a sort of a, a in a in a box almost. Like they knew what they knew from what had happened in that area. But they didn't know that the gospel, they, they had heard about it, but they didn't know or understand or had seen the full length of how the gospel was spreading to other nations that were not Jewish, amen? So the Gentiles are basically people that are not Jewish. So it was, uh, it was the Jewish, right? They, they would be them, and then everyone else who's not Jew would be the Gentiles. And it was kind of an attitude of like, us and them. And... And they were kind of separate from the Jews because the Jews were considered or at least to themselves, and even to God in the beginning were, were considered as the special chosen people by God and so they had their customs and they had their way of doing things and as Paul began to kind of surge up as an apostle and as a preacher specifically, he says in the book of Galatians that he went to uh, he went to the to, to the to the congregations in Jerusalem and the church, and they really didn't accept him. Obviously, because he had been doing some things that were, you know, against the Christians. He was, you know, involved in killing Christians and, and persecuting the church. And so he, what he says is that he went to the apostles. He says he went to Peter, and that he talked to Peter, and that he told him, and and Peter, John, and James told them that, That what God had done in his life and that he was going to go take this gospel outside of Jerusalem. And so uh, Paul begins to preach, as most of you know, outside of Jerusalem. And the church just begins to explode. The gospel just begins to be preached all over the world. Okay, so now the gospel is spreading and now there's there's sort of this mixing in of different kinds of people. So there's the Jewish and there's the Gentiles, mostly the Greeks and people that were living outside of of Jerusalem and of Israel. And in this encounter, what's happening here before before I talk about that is that these people that were Jewish started going into the church of Galatians and they started to try to change things around as far as the gospel goes. So now imagine this. These people have never, ever heard the gospel before. They've never heard the message of the gospel before. Paul comes and he preaches this message that says there's a God, a creator of heaven and earth. And if you give your life to him, he'll save you from damnation, from hell. You're saved because of what he did. And so these Gentiles started accepting Christ in their life, and they started celebrating the gospel in their life, and then what happened is that these Jews came into the churches that Paul was preaching at, and they came to say, and, and they came to, to kind of observe these churches. Now, I'll tell you a cool story. I knew this, uh, I knew this, I knew this guy, this this white guy, and he was from the Midwest, and he said that he had heard about a church in in California somewhere. And his pastor told him, I want you to go to California because there's this church over there, and it seems like it's a cult. So I want you to go investigate and check if it's a cult. And if it's a cult, like write about it, come back and tell me, you know, what they're doing and things like that. So the guy goes, he's from like Midwest, he goes to the church, he ends up staying there for like 20 years. Apparently it wasn't a cult. But he went with the attitude of find out what was wrong. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like these Jews were going into these churches to make sure that the Christians that were not Jewish were doing things correctly. And when they saw that they weren't doing things correctly, in their eyes, they began to try to change these people the the way they were doing the gospel, so they begin to tell them like, hey, listen, you need to uh, circumcise yourself. You need to keep the Sabbath. You know, you need to uh, eat the bread without leaven. You need to do this and do that. And you got to make sure that you kind of look the part because you don't really look like us. You don't really sound like us. You don't really talk like us. You don't even think like us. So we want you to kind of come and look like us, feel like us, think like us, and, and talk like us so that we can be. Be us because you look different than us. You look weird to us because your gospel is different. The way you live is different. Your ideas are different. Everything is so different. So we want you to kind of stay within our box. We want you to stay within our bubble. We want you to do the things that we grew up knowing how to do, our traditions, the way that our parents taught us, the way that the law says, the way that everything has to be. We want you to be like us. And you see, what they were trying to do is they were trying to create these robots that would mimic and perform the way that these Jews would do it. But the gospel is not about robots. The gospel is not about mimicking. The gospel is about freedom. The gospel is about setting people free from within. Are you with me? The gospel is about setting people free from within. So they're telling these guys, hey, you got you to gotta change this and you got to change that. And these people actually started to believe them. Because, I mean, this is, this is the Jews that were with Jesus. The ones that saw Jesus walk on water, or at least heard of it from a really close relative or something. The the Jews that that saw him get crucified. Because you're a Greek, you're a a non-Jew, you didn't see all that. See, I know, because I was there. So I have the, the privilege and the honor to tell you how to live your life. And that's not how the gospel works, brothers. Are you with me here, I feel like? Are you with me? Are you listening? That's not what the gospel is about. The gospel is about the Holy Spirit, the work of Jesus, doing the work in someone's life. It's not about the pastor telling you how to live, how to do, how to this, how to that. It's about the, 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 the responsibility that you have of letting the gospel change you from within. To change your character, your behavior. Yes, those things do have to change. Because believe me, my behavior, my character had to change. It's my testimony and so does yours. But it has to be done through the finished work of Jesus Christ. That revelation that you grasp it and you hold it and you say, Man, this is what God has done in my life. And therefore, it has set me free. For freedom, right? You have been set free. So the Jews are, are hanging out with these, these Galatians now, and, and really they're trying to take over. They're trying to, they're trying to uh, they're trying to stain, really, without knowing perhaps, trying to put a stain on the work that Paul has done in preaching the gospel to these people. Oh man. He says, like, you foolish Galatians, how did you receive the Spirit? Did you receive the Spirit by the law or, or by doing things, by looking like someone else? I, I, me and Cynthia talk about this all the time. Like, like, there's these churches that everyone looks the same. From the pastor all the way to the janitor, they all look the same. And, 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 you know, I may be looking from the outside and very far away, and I may be, I, I may be blindsided by a lot of things, but I think, like, I, I want to ha- be in a church where there's people of different color, people that think—you uh, guys, look, I, and I'm, um, I'm honored to talk to a lot of you personally. And I'm so glad that all of you have different personalities, and y'all think different. Some of y'all think really different. But nonetheless, you're like, like you're different. And that's what makes you, you. That's what God loves about you. Now, yes, there's some things that he's working on. There's a process, all that. Yeah. But it's all from the responsibility of letting the gospel change you, not letting things and behaviors change you. Amen. So the Jews, they're like trying to, trying to like See a difference in in the outside of people. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, Gentile. Check this out. I'm Jewish. Listen, check this out. Look, if you want to be like, if you want to be in in the game, snip, snip. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? If you want to be in the club, right? You want to be part of this, snip, snip. And the Gentiles, like, really? I really, I really, because really, we love Jesus, amen? Like, we you know, Gentiles grew up serving gods with three heads, snakes, monkeys, all kinds of weird gods. And they present this beautiful Jesus that you feel the Holy Spirit that, oh, wow, this is for real? And, and someone comes to you, you want to be really in? Snip, snip. And the Gentiles, like, oh, yeah, you know. Especially a man, you know, a full-grown guy, too. It's not like they were going to babies and saying, hey, snip, snip. No, it was like to adults. But, but I want you to understand, at least for us guys, we know, y'all hear me? You, you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Can you imagine? We're going to have to edit this from the internet thing. Can you imagine the pain of going through something like that as a full adult? Ladies, y'all don't forget it. Just close your ears. The pain of going through something to belong, it's, it's deeper than just the, the physical pain, but I, I want you to think about just the physical pain and then think about the pain that people go through to try to belong to God. Think about, think, bless you. Think about, think about the pain. Think about the pain that people go through to try to belong to to the gospel, to God. There's, there, there's people that are in pain, but they're believers, they're, they're Christian. And, and the Jew, he's like, yeah, you know, like, you got to do it, because then, man, then you'll really be holy. God, if you do this, whoo, I'm telling you, the holy of holies. You will belong. And they, they tell him, you know, if you keep the Sabbath, if you rest in the Sabbath. Why? Because, because you need to rest because, because God rested, right? You will, you'll belong. Not knowing or, or, or ignorantly. Not knowing that Jesus is our rest. These guys crept into the church, and, you know, the the value of Jesus started to change in the early church. You think we have problems out here understanding Jesus? Like people, I heard on the radio, you know, Jesus was a good prophet, some people say. He was a good teacher. God, I don't know. Back then, they had the same issues. That's why Paul always said, Jesus came in the flesh. Why is that important that Jesus came in the flesh? Because for them, it was so hard to believe. And it had happened 20, 10 years ago. But it was so hard to believe that this man that came in the flesh was God. So they would make up all these things that said, well, you know, maybe he came and it was like a hologram. Or, or, or maybe when he was baptized, this is another thought they had, when, when he was baptized, the Spirit of God came into him, and then he walked as God. Or, or, or maybe when he resurrected, that when, that's when God was manifested, because there's no way that this man that, that was birthed from a woman, that, that grew up as a child, that was a young adult, an adult, there's no way that he was God. There's no way that he and his sacrifice was enough. There has to be some things that I have to do and maneuver that make me get in the club. And this is the thought of the Jews. And the Gentiles are like, I just want to love God, so I'll do whatever it takes. (sighs) Amen? And this is the bigger picture that Paul, pretty much all of Galatians, is, is conveying. He's conveying this thought of, hey, man, the gospel is enough Jesus is enough to change the world to change lives to change the dirtiest sinner into a saint before God amen so what are you passionate about brothers and sisters a lot of times we have these different passions right I want you to see, this is, this is the, the message that I want to focus on. I, I kind of painted the picture of like the environment. But I want you to see passion here. So I'll ask you rhetorically, what are you passionate about that you would answer in your heart? The number one, don't, don't like say the right answer to yourself. Be honest. What are you most passionate about? And what are you willing to do for it? Because we, we could have a lot of things that we're passionate about, art, music, uh, you name it, uh, sports, jeez, no se diga, um, all kinds of things, right, that we're passionate about. But what I want to kind of convey in these next few minutes is I want you to see the passion that Paul had for this gospel of grace. I want you to see the passion, the zeal that he had for no one messing up the gospel that was revealed to him. That we are saved by grace and not by works. Right? That we are saved through grace. That that Jesus died for our sins and he made us righteous. Look at his passion where it takes him to. Now, remember I said this before. You can read it in Galatians chapter 1 if you want when you get home. He went to Peter to talk to him. He's like, before I go preach to the nations, I'm going to go talk to Peter. So he goes and he talks to Peter. Not for permission. He just went to talk to him. Hey, listen, I got called. The Lord appeared to me. I know this, this, and this, and that. Peter's like, whoa, okay, go. Paul goes, right? He starts to preach to the entire Gentile nation, all these nations, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, all these people, right? The Romans, everything. And then Galatians chapter 2, verse 11. When Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. He went from, I went to talk to Peter to make sure everything's good so I can preach the word. This gospel of grace, this this message of Jesus, finished work. Verse 11, chapter 2, I would stood him to his face because he was to be blamed for what? What was Peter to be blamed for? Because he was messing with the gospel. He was messing with the message of grace. He was messing with the gospel, so he had to withstand him face to face. Not in a a confrontation kind of way, but he had to kind of stand up for the gospel in a way. He He had to stand there and say, wait, 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 wait. Wait. From spiritual father to spiritual father. These here, these Gentiles, these are the people that I've been preaching to and teaching. And you are being a hypocrite. By what? What was Peter doing? Every time he was with the Gentiles, ah, oh, yeah. It's all good. The gospel, grace. I get it, guys. I get it. We're saved. Yes. We're hanging out. The gen- oh, here come the Jews. Uh, hey, guys. Yes. Blessings. Blessings. And the Gentiles were over there like, Peter's different when the Jews come around. When, when we're hanging out, he's, he's like different. But with the Jews, he's uh, I don't know, he's kind of he's kind of fake. He's kind of weird. And then <laughs> for before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. So what is he doing? Peter? He's eating bacon. right? Bacon wraps. Okay? He's eating bread with yeast, a lot of it. Hmm? Pizza, pepperoni pizza, all the stuff that that the Jews, they don't eat. That bacon, that, that pig stuff, no, they don't touch it. But Peter, he was tacos al pastor, all of that. He was grubbing with the Gentiles, they were just having fun, you know, like just... Just eating just like freedom. Not like not like, you know, the weird free, like true freedom. And then when the Jews are come, oh, it's not, oh. You got some gum? Ah, oh, the Jews are coming. My breath smells like, my breath smells like bacon. The Jews are coming. And then, no, I don't, I don't touch that stuff, brother. Sorry. It's no. Pupu says, I don't touch that. I'm sorry. He would just act different. And Paul was like, uh uh-uh, uh, oh no. I I went from killing them to I'm gonna kill this guy again. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. He's like, I, I I I need to, I need to, I it's the gospel. I I'm so passionate. I I love this message, it it has set me free. It has turned a murderer into a holy preacher, an apostle of God. So, so I can't let this message just just be taken. Because look at what happened. Look at what started to happen. Uh, verse 13. And the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him so that even Barnabas, even Barnabas, even the guy that he's, he's, he's like his right-hand man, he's, he's traveling to these Gentile cities. He's traveling with, with Barnabas. Even Barnabas is being led astray. By this hypocrisy oh that that must have hurt paul that must have touched that must have touched a nerve look i just want you to look at the passion that paul has for this beautiful and amazing gospel that you and i should have we, we need to have this passion for the gospel amen Two, we need to have this passion for the gospel y'all i'm i i i I, I want us to see this because he, he's like, you know, like, he's willing to stand up for, for the gospel here. And I'm not saying, this, this, this is what I'm not saying. I'm not saying we're going to go stand in front of everyone that is kind of like Peter. We're going to go stand in front of the Peters and tell them that they're hypocrites. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that, that we're passionate about this gospel that we love this message of Jesus, that he's good, and, and, and that we're, we're willing to tell everybody about this message. Are you with me? Amen? That, that's what I'm talking about. I don't want to talk about whether it was right that Paul did that or or maybe we'll do that soon. And I'll go and talk to the pastor that I know from over there and I'll go tell him, you know, like I saw what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about us being passionate about the message of Christ. Because that's what that's what Paul was was displaying here. Eventually, he he was he was saying, look. Uh, Let's read verse 14. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel. About what? The truth of the gospel. I said to Peter before them all, if you being a Jew live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? Why are you telling them that in order to be part of the club, they have to do this, this, and this, and that, and you yourself don't do it? Peter, I'm trying to free your life. Peter, you're free. Let them be free in the gospel. Ultimately, brothers and sisters, the gospel has been preached and has been set forth by Jesus to set people free. Free from religion, free from, uh, you know, the law, free from all of these things that we would want to serve God. Because we're free. That we would want to do things because we have been set free. That's how passionate I am about the gospel. That's why I love to teach, preach. I love to worship. I love to to talk about him. I love to talk to him. I, I, I love all those things to serve him because I'm passionate about what the gospel can do in someone's life. I've seen it. I've seen it in in the life of my wife, in the life of you guys, in my own life. I've seen what the gospel, true gospel, can do in someone's life. And that's what Paul was saying. Hey, you, you can't do this because the gospel itself has freed them. They don't need more freedom, supposed freedom. What you're giving them is bondage. They are free already, and they love Jesus. And I wanted to read verse 15 We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of, of the Gentiles knowing uh, I'm going to keep reading knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law but by faith in Jesus Christ even if we have even even if we have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law for by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified but if we, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are also found sinners. Is Christ therefore a minister of sin? Certainly not. For if, I, uh, for if I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I through the law died to the law that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. But Christ that lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. This is something that he's telling Galatians and he's telling Peter, like we're justified by his grace. So now I can do greater works than snip snip. I can do greater things than that. Much greater things. Because I have been justified and I have been made righteous through Christ. And brothers and sisters, Paul's passion, it drove him to go to go talk to from going to talk to Peter so that he can be, you know, so that he can launch himself to go preach to the nations the passion took him to have to confront Peter one day. And uh, he did it with such class. He didn't do, you know, when we read it, and maybe the way I read it sometimes it sounds like he, like, what's up, homie? Like, you know, no, it wasn't like that. It was like, hey, Peter, it's not cool, man, you know? Um, he was passionate about the gospel. And so for us, you know, we live in this, in this house called grace, called the gospel, right? This is the house we live in. And, and we could adorn this house with our gifts and our talents and our passions. But what makes this house beautiful is that it's founded on Jesus Christ. And his gospel, it, it is the passion that drives this house to, to thrive, amen? So what are you passionate about? Hopefully, like Paul, this gospel. Amen? All right, let's pray, brothers and sisters.